Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about you and Make My Sunshine. And of course, that is just the letter U at the start of that. From The Chocolate Invasion, and that is unfortunately not a little piece of chocolate in the title chocolate. Recorded mid-2000 at Paisley Park and released on the 21st of December 2000. Originally collected on The Chocolate Invasion on the 29th of March 2004. On the track, it is Prince, it is Angie Stone, Kip Blackshire, and returning from the dead, we have Millennia. Um, the track was originally 5.52 when released, but the version that is on The Chocolate Invasion is 7.02, and joining me to talk about today is Antu. Hello, Antu. Uh, hey, Darren. Now, I think in terms of a genre, um, I mean, this is fairly obviously a soul song. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel I feel like there's no dispute on that one. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I would say specifically, I was thinking like an early 90s R&B song with like neo-soul yeah. elements to it, but yeah. I wouldn't say like a straight I up mean, soul song. There's a there's a little bit of boys to men going on there, um, <laughs> but gender flipped because of, you you know you have millennia and so they have a tendency to make you know some of the some of the way that the, the you know the uh, harmonies are done. Yeah. it has like that kind of boys to men new jack swing feel to it as well. I, I would um, say there's yeah, a I huge mean, element of that because like even Prince is like doing harmonies with with Kip, is it or yes, it yeah. is Kip, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, you, get, you know, you get you get that flavor in there as well. But I mean, I think like the basis of it is, you know, mostly a soul song. Um, you know, you have um, I don't know. <laughs> you have Prince does like the first um, very long verse that goes on for quite a while. Yeah. Then we get into this very, very long chorus <laughs> that, that has a lot of kind of harmonies and, you know, it's fairly complex. Yeah. And then the second verse, Angie Stone gets the spotlight um, you know, I think Prince and Angie Stone were relatively friendly, uh, but this is kind of like the only time that they actually really collaborated together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then we get like, you know, a bit of a bridge and then we kind of get the chorus again. Um, and then, you know, it finishes with some, uh, Dubai, Dubai, Dubais, you know, as, as one likes. Yeah. To. And yeah, the whole like gospel breakdown as like, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I guess Prince is taking advantage of the fact that he has so many voices to use on this particular track. Uh, I will say, like, even, like, for, like, a Prince song, like, it's really strange to hear other voices, aside from, like, Wendy's, and then, or, or Lisa, whoever, is it Wendy who sings? But, uh, I think both they both of them sing, sing. Oh, sorry, yes, they are, they are both <laughs> yeah. singers, in addition to... People are gonna, like, email, and, like, you're an asshole, aren't you? I hate you, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's actually weird and nice to hear, like, other voices feature like pretty prominently even as backing vocals and doing all the harmony parts on this track it's really nice yeah um it's also worth saying of course that you know this was you know part of the title releases that prince did in you know 2015 um although bizarrely it was only available to stream for about three months and then eventually you could get the files to download again so uh, and now it is available on spotify but uh, you know that's just kind of like the weird history of these two collections um, you know, from around this time. Um, but yeah, you know, this is, I, I, I would say as well, this is probably one of the final times that Prince had, you know, shares a vocal with a, a you know, a female vocalist until we get to Third Eye Girl. Um, you know, you'd had like, uh, obviously, you know, Rosie Gaines and Bonnie Boyer, and like you said, you know, Wendy and Lisa. But once Prince got into the 2000s, it was mostly just Prince, um, you know, singing on most of mm-hmm. his tracks. 
Um, and it was, you know, rare that he would have someone on there outside of Rave, where, you know, obviously the collaborations were, you know, to bring in the big money books. Um, whereas, you know, here this just feels like, you know, uh, you know, obviously Angie Stone is someone that Prince admired. And so, you know, she was around. I think is probably why she ended up on this track. Um, I think she was she was touring with Prince in the summer of two thousand, and that's how you know they ended up in the studio recording this song together. Yeah, and I, I think definitely having Millennia and Kip in there is like to emulate that R and B sound that was like pretty pretty huge in the nineties. Yeah. So like yeah, just like let's go for it. Let let's have this boy v girl like <laughs> harmony song thing. And let's do it. Yeah, I would say, though, in terms of, like, the lyrics, uh, I, d- I don't know... Uh, no, I wouldn't say that thematically, no. Yeah. But, like, as in what's... Like, as in just as male, male-female male vocals, like, co- contrasting and, yeah, following it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that Angie Stone's, you know, verse is specifically, like, female. I think, you know... Um, I don't know. There's, there's a little bit where it's, you know, like... <laughs> what do you mean? Like, it's like she goes... I gotta stop letting the devil define what it takes to be a woman. Yeah, like I, I mean, I would line. say aside from that line, most of the stuff is always is a bit more kind of like general, you know. And I would even say Prince's stuff isn't specifically like you know you're male, apart from the whole, you know, you're still a queen to me, you know. <laughs> no, you're crazy. Like this is like <laughs> this is like such a huge like the first verse is from a male perspective, second verse is uh, <laughs> totally female, and then like it's about them like uniting and trusting each other yeah i don't know i mean I, f- I feel like i feel like you know you could swap who's singing which verse and just change you know the gender and you know have but you're still a king to me at the end or you know the devil needs to stop I, telling how to no, be a man i could tell you no it's like i could tell you what the i in the pimp stands for i meant like not to be uh, like a seemingly conservative person, but like pimps tend to be male. Hey, on, I'm sure there's plenty of female pimps right in. I think on too. I think the thing is when you have a lady who is a pimp, they're known as a madam. So, okay. but there's nothing to stop a woman from being a pimp on too. I feel like, okay. you know, there's a glass ceiling there that needs to be shattered. Um, but yeah, so he, Prince tells us, come on over here, baby. Put your ass down on this throne. Um, you know, don't you ne'er say a little word until you learn how to leave that little devil alone. Uh, can we theorize on what that devil is referring to? Is it the literal devil or the elevator as we as we've known him? It? Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know that. Like in this case, I don't know. Maybe it's promiscuity or um, you know mm. drugs or I I don't think the prince is specifically nailing down exactly what you know leaving the devil alone involves. Um, I think. He's saying that devil, and then like towards the end of this verse, he's like talking about a like a her partner who doesn't treat her as well as I guess he yeah. can. You know, Prince is uh, is obviously you know um, I don't know trying to break up a couple. I mean, it seems like a it doesn't <laughs> seem like a move that Prince would do, but I guess in this particular case, um, yeah. you know, I I mean I don't know if Manuela was dating anyone when she met Prince, but you know, pretty soon she was married to him. So uh, I guess if she was, that relationship ended quickly. Maybe that's what this is a commentary on. Is like, you know, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you know, he says, let me let me run it down. Uh, you know, I keep your paper coming in, in real steady. I can tell you what the I in pimp stands for if you're ready, ready, ready. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got to like, we got to stop there. Like, 
What do you think, like, Prince's, like, financial advice on keeping a regular income flowing into the house? Like, as in, is it writing hit songs? Is it right? Is it investing in fast food chains? I, don't, I need to know. Darren, I mean, I think got? that's what the I in Pimp stands for. It stands for investment. Um, you know. <laughs> Obviously, on a later song, Prince uh, rails against the corporate world um, and the handing out of golden parachutes. So this is the start of him getting into that. This is part of, you know, the trilogy of, you know, songs about investment and banking that Prince, you know, clearly had. I don't know if he ever made the third one, but certainly this is the first, you know, investment. That's what it stands um, for. You know, if you're a pimp, you've got to invest. So you really think, you really do think the I in pimp stands for investment? No. And the thing is as well, is when Prince, when Prince uses the possessive I, like when he talks about it as a pronoun, yeah. Um, he he yeah. he draws it as a little eye picture. So here he can't be talking about yeah. that because he's actually saying the letter I. So um, you know, although I would love if Prince had started just putting the letter I for every single I in every single word. So when he wrote the word pimp, it was a P and then a little I symbol and then MP. <laughs> oh God! And you pronounce uh, it. Pipe. I, my... Um. But <laughs> I, I, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I mean, you know, I, I, I guess you know, this is just Prince kind of saying that he has a regular income. I don't, I don't know that he really knows what the yeah. Iron Pimp stands. Uh, yeah, for. I guess that. Yes, I think income would be like, I, I could tell you what the I in the Pimp stands for. Would you would be regular income or income? I guess so. I guess. Um, yeah, how to keep that paper coming in steady. And then you know, this is where he tries to do you know this woman's boyfriend dirty straight to her face, where he says, <laughs> "Your eyes are wide shut. Uh, you cannot even see that behind your back he calls you names, but you're still a queen to me." Um, you know, this is not the first time that Prince has like elevated you know women to a certain status. It's something that he's done in a number of different songs. Um, you know, although recently on some songs, he's mostly been missing them, you know, when they go out the room for 10 minutes and, and labeling it as a million days. So he's been getting a little bit emo. But in this case, he's literally like, you know, but I think I find it funny that the next literally the next word, the first line of the chorus, he says in this trusting place. It's like Prince. I do not trust you. I mean, you know, I do. And there's been several songs where he said, you know, are you with another man? Well, you aren't anymore. You'll be Prince. Like that, that's been a, a popular theme of a number of songs. So I cannot trust Prince. Like, is that like mature? Is this like, re, like, is that contemporaneous? Like to this song or like, is that just. No, he's done that in a number like, of other songs, you know, going back like decades where he's, he's talked. Yeah. About like, who's... so like maybe he's different now, Darren. I do... like, when you give him a chance. I mean, let's put it like this. You know, when he's recording this song, he's between marriages. So. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, he's back to his 80s prince who, you know, is a serial monogamist. But to become a serial monogamist, you first have to break up someone else's relationship. But I mean, I've got to say, out of this entire song, I love this chorus. You know, I think the arrangement, the voices, I think the music, like everything in it is really good. Again, like having him like Prince harmonizing with a male vocalist, like, yeah, that's really novel. Like it's not common in his like catalog and stuff so it's like really great to yeah get. so it's it's like it's it's a different thing and you know he's like in this trusting place you can erase every tear that ever rolled down your weary face um all the time you waste in that paper chase i mean okay prince i'll tell i'll let you have that rhyme uh, <laughs> is better spent in these arms of mine um, <laughs> wait you're not doing like the the, the pronunciation right it's like <laughs> is time 
Hi, I, I, I'm well, better spent <laughs> in these arms of my <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's done a song called as well. Uh, it, you know, if yeah. you're in these arms again or something like that, wasn't it? was that one of the songs? If, if you're in, so yeah, he's he's obviously happy about getting people in his arms. Um, and I think the second half of the chorus is probably the more interesting part. Where, you know, where you have this heaven sent angel so divine. You're my compliment. You're my compliment, which is like a, actually a really great line. <laughs> it's just like it is, yeah. Now because he's not saying, you know, as in like the superlative. He's saying as in someone who is, you know, the opposite of them and compliments them. So yeah, you know, mm-hmm. nice little bit of wordplay. And then he says, "You make my sunshine." Before we get the big finish of "You make my sunshine at night," <laughs> and I just kind of like the the repetition, but the the like addition of "at night" is just kind of like yeah. He holds on it. He goes, "You make my sunshine at night," <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is like really yeah. Like it, it I, I bet you know, he threw it in there because he's like, I, f- that public domain song, <laughs> you are my sunshine. Yeah. Like I'm gonna throw in the at night to distinguish it. Uh, well, I mean, it also you know recalls the fact that Prince was obviously a huge fan of Nick at Night, and you know this is clearly a shout out to that. <laughs> um, you know there are two versions of this song. There's the version that's on during the day. Will, the... will Gilligan ever get off that island? Oh, so sorry. <laughs> will Gilligan ever get off that island? Will he? Like that was. What I don't know. Yes. And and that obviously Prince never never found out, and uh, so you know obviously a shout out there to Nick at night at the end of this this chorus. I would I would really really love if like like is it Bob Denver who plays well who plays Gilligan? I don't <laughs> I know Gilligan's Gilligan's Island never aired in the UK. It was never a program that we saw. Over <laughs> I'm here. so mad at you now. How dare you? I'm sorry. We were too busy in the 70s with our extremely racist sitcoms. Um, you know, uh, are you being served and? Are you being served one? Are you three? Are you being served was probably the least racist of the seventies sitcoms. Uh, um, I, I I'm I'm taking stabs in the dark. Here. I don't know. <laughs> well, there was one called um, something about oh love thy neighbor, and it was basically okay. about how you know a Caribbean couple had moved into the neighborhood next door <laughs> to this very racist white gentleman. Um, right. You know, and all the jokes were literally just him being super racist. Right, that sounds super awful. Right, <laughs> yes. <moving on. laughs> so, uh, you know, and then we get Angie Stone uh, getting the spotlight, um, saying, "Listen to me now, baby. Let me tell you what I got to do." Um, now, the weird thing is, she seems to be agreeing with Prince. Like, yep. the sentiment isn't, you know, I'm an independent woman. You don't need, you know, yep. stop trying to break up my relationship. I don't want to be with you. <laughs> It's actually, um, you know, I gotta let the devil um, stop letting him tell me what it takes to be a woman, um, mm-hmm. you know. And we get some, some little harmonies with, you know, define what what it takes to be a woman, which sounds like, which is really lovely. Like, yeah, yeah, just gotta gotta never stop believing in me, myself, and I. Yeah, this is like her kind of like yes, yeah, like listening to Prince's advice about the the <laughs> the eye and the pimp, and then like. Yeah, like reassuring yourself, like, yeah, I, I've been kind of doing myself wrong, but i am got to get back on the right path. Yeah, which includes getting with Prince, um, putting that ass on that throne. Um, and he says, you know, she says, pretty little lies that the rich keep using. I opened up my eyes. The only reason they're winning is because I keep losing. <laughs> you know, which... Uh, I right, see... <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say about this? I, I was just going to say, I think, you know, obviously that that's an interesting idea, you know, like that other people are only winning because, you know, the, this person is losing. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's more nuance to it, but you know, it's it's a nice it's a nice kind of counterpoint. You know, it's something that Prince occasionally does in his lyrics, where he'll have the opposites, you know, stated on on lines next to each other. And so, you know, I I think it's a you know it's it's quite a nice lyric. Um, I think like yeah, he, I think there's also like the element of like he's kind of like championing the underdog here. Like, hey, <laughs> those don't let those rich bastards get you down. You know me, like the super <laughs> affluent. It's kind of like I get, I get what Prince is saying. Like he's singing to his audience, as in like you may feel disempowered and those rich people are manipulating you and so forth. Yeah, but it's also it's hard for me to like separate from like the affluent reality he was probably leading through a lot of his like successful career. Yeah, I know the rich keep using us, you know. Like, but the, the weird thing is, you know, this is coming from a three-time Grammy award-winning you know, multi-platinum selling artist, Angie Stone. So it doesn't feel like it's the common man that is, uh, you know, being included <laughs> here. Um, but, you know... I, I, I'm sure they both did and still do, like, lots of charity work. And I, I'm, Prince obviously, that is, like, did that is, a lot of That outreach. is how Prince met his second wife, was through his charity. So, um, oh. you know... It, 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 but do, I, do you I, reckon he opens up with this line? Uh, let me show you what the eye in the pimps has for. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that would have been his opening line when he met Manuela at the charity. But uh, yeah, okay. and you know, she finishes saying, "Got to get back to my right." Sorry, got to get right place. Back to my. Got to back. Got to get back to my right place. Yes, this is the subject of my show. We love the human race. This is where I belong. And then we, you know, go straight into the chorus. Um, you know, and the chorus, you know, is I think the second time around is like kind of there's a bit wait, more. Wait, em- wait, we can't like just skip over like we love the human race. This is where I belong. I mean, like that's like an incredible line, and I was also like, I feel like it's incredible one, and then also like I think we live in a world that like people just express like outward misanthropic <laughs> sentiments all the time. So it's kind of I feel like it's kind of like daring and kind of brave to just like hey the human race ain't that bad <laughs> this is where i belong yeah i don't i mean you know obviously uh, they love the human race but i'm almost certain that if you showed them a pug i'm thinking angie stone would be like I-, I think i love pugs more than the human race so <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna tweet that at her i'm not gonna about pugs or the human race like there's the complexity of the yeah is this where you belong, or would you prefer a pug? Um, but yeah, when we get into the chorus the second time through, uh, you know, I think Angie Stone's voice is a little bit more prominent because obviously she's just finished singing, and uh, and then you know, Millennia yes st- starts like doing more heavier backup work. Kind of almost it changes the chorus to being a little bit more kind of like as if it was part from an Angie Stone song. Um, and given that this thing is seven minutes long, I feel like you could easily edit it down into two separate three-minute songs, one of which is Prince and one of which is Angie Stone. Um, but then we get the bridge, you know, which has this, you know, wonderfully, truly caring the words, you know, I wish in every song, uh, come here now, pretty baby, let me uh, take you somewhere and put you real close. We've both been in the dark much too long. Um, that's a long t- that's a long way to go to get the rhyme for every song to too long <laughs> and like like the syncopation like they break up they break up the the words and the syllables like in a really interesting way yeah <laughs> during this part as well um, and then of course you know now that they both got the knowledge and the truth that we can be strong kings and queens getting it on um <laughs> yeah which is finally like the voltron <laughs> of like this scenario like 
the man and woman coming together and with like as in like the whole height and aspect of like hey we're both kings and queens and we deserve to be treated well and i i do like that aspect even though it's kind of corny yeah or you know prince obviously i don't think you know he he's he's you know stated on previous occasions that you know you must be prince before you become king anyway um so it makes a logical progression for. Is that an actual quote, or like, yes. <laughs> are you just being physical? No, that is that is from my name is Prince. Oh yeah, it, I gotta listen to it. It's an attack on Michael Jackson. Oh, okay, where he says you must be Prince before you're King anyway. It's actually delivered by uh, Tony M. You know, at the end of the rap on there. Uh, but yeah, so and then we go back to the chorus. You know, but they as they do, you know, they break it down. Uh, you know, trusted place, you can erase every tear that ever rolled down your weary face. And at this point, you know, it is both Prince and Angie Stone who have, you know, had tears roll down their weary faces, um, you know, all the time you waste. <laughs> and we get these nice little kind of interjections of the, like, wasted time, you know, sweet angel. Like, there's just little kind of interjections, um, you know. Yeah, that... really, like, well-arranged, like, vocal harmonies and backup emphasis. And, yeah, yeah. Just, obviously there's a lot of vocalists in this... <laughs> on this song so it's like giving them roles and like focusing on different parts yeah yeah and you know obviously heaven sent angel so divine and we get the you're so divine <laughs> you're my compliment you make my sunshine you make my sunshine at night um, and of course we get a feel me you know which uh, you know but I, I, and then you know we finish off with some uh you know sunshine at night yeah really long gospel breakdown with Lots of harmonies. Um, and, I mean, you know, that's the end of, uh, you know, The Chocolate Invasion. Whichever, you know, uh, whichever iteration you had of it, you know, the original version or the title version, uh, this was always the, the closing track. And I feel like it works as a closing track. You know, obviously these are just a bunch of random songs that were thrown together. Um, but, you know, there seems to be an element of thought that Prince has put in here, um, you know, of like, well, this is, you know, this is the final. Um, yeah, this is conclusive. Yeah, this is this is the final track. Um, now, interestingly, when the you know when the artwork was uh, you know made for the the single release of this, uh, you had both Prince and Angie Stone credited as the artists. It wasn't just you know Prince. Um, you know, it's unusual that Prince kind of allows somebody else to get a co-credit. And in fact, um, Sheena Easton is the only other person that Prince gave a, a co-credit to <laughs> with "You've Got the Look." So. Um, you know, it did it did okay-ish. You know, it got to number fifty nine in the Billboard uh, Hot one hundred. Um, it got to number fifty one in the Billboard Hot R and B Hip Hop singles. I think it's bubbling under, isn't it? So like, so that's not like that's yeah. So isn't that like a you know bubbling under one hundred and fifty nine? <laughs> you know, it didn't really make a huge impact. Um, you know, there was an accompanying video, which I don't think to this point has been released on YouTube yet. Wait, you, you didn't... I saw it on YouTube and it's like super low quality and... Officially uh, by the Prince yes. YouTube channel. It hasn't been officially released no, no, yet, no. you know. No. So, yeah, you can find it on YouTube. You know, there's a lot of Prince in a, a very fetching red outfit um, wandering <laughs> around of, with, you know... Lots of spinning as well. Lots of pedestal sitting and... Yes. <laughs> and... You actually get to see Millennia and, like, the other vocalists. It's actually pretty cool. Like, like I said, you know, not really a huge, like, a huge hit or anything. You know, obviously the B-side was When Will We Be Paid, which, uh, you know, I'll discuss at a later date. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I've, I mean, I think as, as, like, as far as, like, a closing track goes, I think it really works well. You know, the, like, the, the, like, the kind of everyone, I think the use of the, the like, the extra voices, it kind of just makes it feel like it is a big finish to the album. 
Um, even mm-hmm. if, you know, technically speaking, it wasn't really an album. <laughs> you know, it's just a whole bunch of uh, a bunch of random songs. Um, you know, and Prince played it live during the uh, you know during two thousand one. Um, you know, after two thousand one, he didn't play it live again. But I guess due to the kind of lyrical complexity and you know the the different vocalists that you need, it's very hard for Prince to you know have a band that has like six or seven backing vocalists that would be able mm-hmm. to deliver it. So I can kind of understand why he didn't go back to it. Um, you know, and it was also included as a B side for the work part one. Um, you know, just before uh, Rainbow Children came out. So, you know, Prince clearly must have, you know, liked the song. But uh, like I said, due to the, the vocals and stuff, I think after a certain point, it wouldn't be possible for him to kind of perform it. You know, just Prince singing the whole thing by himself would have sounded a bit weird. Personally, I would say for myself, um, I don't know, maybe four, four and a half out of five. You know, I think like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good production. Um, you know, there's, like I said, a lot of nice vocal stuff going on. Um, you know, I... I don't know that like the kind of the ideas expressed in the song are anything that revolutionary. You know, Prince values this woman. He wants to get with her. She is ignoring her <laughs> devil of a boyfriend. They get together. Like, you know, it feels a little bit kind of selfish <laughs> from Prince's point of view. It's like, you know, I want to get with this beautiful woman, therefore I will. You know, like, I, I mean, they throw uh... in some stuff about how they love the human race and everything, <laughs> but it just, you know, I, I don't know. I find it, I find it weird that you've got this kind of like. You know, R&B ballad that features the the phrase, I'll show you the Iron Pimp. <laughs> so is that your, your final grading of four and a half? Five, I would, well, or... I would, I'd probably just give it a four, a simple four. Uh, I actually really love this song a lot. Like, I, like, I was like, I was really surprised that like something in like this late in his catalog that just blew me away. And it, yeah, it's like kind of, I would also say like, kind of uncharacteristic of his like overall sound like if you were gonna like if aliens landed say hey play me a print song you would just play something from the 80s but like this is like a really good like r&b song by prince and that uses angie stone and like has a whole bunch of really nice harmonies which is something it's kind of like a weird anomaly in his catalog actually when you think about it but like at least in the construction of the elements yeah, I, I just really love this song. It's like a great song. It feels good to sing with. And it's just, like, yeah, it's just, and like the arrangement of the vocals is just really beautiful, like across the entire track and closing out with that gospel wordless vocals. I was just like, this is a great song. I love it. I was actually, yeah, I'll give it five out of five. Well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about You Make My Sunshine and, you know, everything related to the invasion, you know, made of chocolate. <laughs> So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug? Oh uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Antu Comedy. <laughs> so that's spelled A N H T U Comedy. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email me. Not sure why you would at Prince by Track at Gmail dot com. Thanks as well for being my guest here, Antu. Oh, uh, that's okay, Darren. You should know that you make my sunshine <laughs> at night. Goodbye. Megan is strong. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah.